Live from Cool Boys Central. You're the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, <laughs> we are just cool boys revisiting Batman, the animated series, and wearing hats. This is Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. I see Batman and Beyond. Greetings. Greetings. Salutations. Cool boys, bat nation. Bat nation. And welcome, and welcome to another, another installment, installment of, of Batman, Batman and, Beyond, and Beyond, a Cool, a Boys, cool podcast. Boys podcast. I'm Critters Ballard. And I'm Nightwing Steve. Oh, you didn't copy me on that one, Steve, you little copycat. Oh, uh, I was just having some fun. It's good to have you back, Steve. I thought you died for a while. You had COVID so bad after you gave it to everyone in Austin. But uh, <laughs> I now, you know, <laughs> we're back here and running in the office. I, you know, I don't really think I gave it to everybody in Austin. I think I got it in Austin. Um, yeah. But, you know, I am alive. I'm here. No thanks to you. You abandoned me like you always do. Yeah, you got sick. You, you got are sick, heartless. Buddy piece of shit well you know the bitches ain't gonna fuck themselves in austin <laughs> so i had to run away but you know i had an allergies for a little while it didn't really matter when i you know few trips across the country you went on the airplane with your allergies yeah you still refusing to get tested for covid i get tested i just don't get my You're results just spreading everywhere i don't like results in general you don't like results yeah i don't like results <laughs> <laughs> just in general yeah all right. The journey is the most fun, Steve. Mm -hmm. I'm not a results guy. <laughs> not the destination. <laughs> All right. Well, we're back. So you're lucky you got us back after Steve had to take a few months off to get better. It does seem like a long time. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, it hit you bad, dude. Well, it hit you bad, man. I thought you were gonna die at, at like ten different times. It was not I really you were that. Die. It was just I just didn't know if I wanted to come back to this hellhole of a situation. Well, I appreciated that you came back a few times to, like, just have meetings with me, you know? I wanted to try and get you sick was what I was trying to do. I'm immune. Apparently. I'm immune. I think you already just had like it. Just like Trump. I think the thing is, is that you had it, and now, you know, it's pretty rare to get it again. I don't I don't think I ever had it, honestly. I think you did. You're I don't think I ever had it. You're just asymptomatic. You just didn't have any symptoms. Uh I, yeah, I don't know about that. Usually, I get sick. I get sick, but yeah, I, I don't. I didn't feel anything. I mean, All I had right, like whatever, whatever. Your sniffles. That's the allergies, though. Fever. That was allergies. Oh, yeah, the fever is just just a standard allergy. Isn't that what a hay fever is? I don't know. I don't know what hay. I think that that's like some old timey thing. Yeah, I think I just had like hay fever or something. <laughs> uh -huh. It's all right though. Mm -hmm. Well, so cool, Steve. Let's get to watching Critters. Okay. Tonight's episode is Critters, directed by Dan Reba. Ooh. Story by Steve Gerber, teleplay by Joe R. Lansdale. Ooh. This episode aired on September 19th, 1998. Ah. And this week's villain is Farmer Brown. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty lame villain, right? Yeah. But what? 
No, that was it. It's pretty lame. Did I say have a butt? Did I sound like I was gonna say a butt? Did you have a butt? I'm not sure. I thought, I thought you were going to go somewhere. With it. <laughs> no, no, that was ah. it. Period. Yeah, pretty lame villain. Period. Pretty lame episode. Period. But what? But. But I like the daughter. I don't know. Yeah, that, I wasn't sure. And Wikipedia says a genetic engineer goes overboard in creating bigger livestock and loses all his money. A year later, an army of mutant farm animals terrorize Gotham City. Absent this week is Nightwing. Are we in play? I hit play. Bugs Bunny's eating his carrot. Yeah, well, yeah, this episode starts with Bugs Bunny eating a carrot, just like every other episode, but this one, it feels a little bit more like it's taunting me, like something to do with the pro-vegan agenda this episode has. Unfortunately, the ad gag laws will prevent anybody, you know, from showing or discussing what happens at these farms in this industry of uh, beef, because it uh, essentially will destroy the entire livestock industry if we actually saw what happens. But, you know... Apparently, they're, like, trying to make beef giant so that they could have them so big to feed villages or something. Aww. That's the goal. Sufi, Sufi, you're always so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so where are, we go- yeah, where are we going with this one? I just love how sweet you are, that you're thinking about them, you know, trying to save villages. Who? The people or whatever. You're saying they're making giant people save they, villages. Is that what he's doing and doing this? That's the beginning of this episode. Is that what that's for? Oh, I don't know, Sufi. Who? Why are you calling me Sufi? That's your new. That's your nickname. What the fuck does Sufi mean? Nothing. Why? That's why is Bruce Wayne and Commissioner Gordon <laughs> at this expo? It doesn't uh-huh. make any sense. This is like a really poorly rated. This one is like where it shows that there's like lazy writing going on. I feel like. Yeah, absolutely. This is horrible writing. It's a horrible episode to watch. Poshy, I don't know why we're watching this. Poshy? Yeah, you're Poshy. Oh, God. What is going on? You're my Sufi. You're my Sufi and my Poshy. You sound like (laughs) a uh, four-year-old girl or something. Now you sound like a Ponko. Oh, no. I don't like you anymore, (laughs) Ponko. good. Now shut the fuck up. Where's my Poshy? (laughs) Where's my... Uh, I don't know what to say. This animal that, that they made is is like, I think yeah, it's uh, like a. I feel like it doesn't cow? belong in Batman. It belongs in like you know Avatar: The Last Airbender or something. Not really. It it, it looks like it belongs in a Studio Ghibli movie, but it doesn't even look that good. It's weird. Yeah. I don't like it. it Studio Ghibli I, and Avatar: Last Airbender. They they. I guess uh, they have a yeah. similar uh, feeling, <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Is there a butt? Is there a butt in there? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this episode sucks, dude. Oh, well, this episode's garbage. What I think this that's episode... funny that doesn't make any sense is that they they you know Farmer John or whatever his name is gets goes to Farmer Brown goes to court, and he's like, mm-hmm. if you. If you do this to me, I'm going to run out of money. I'm not going to survive. And then he ends up like having more money to build these crazy genetics and stuff because amazing. Th- that doesn't make any sense. Well, I'll <laughs> yeah, show him, does. and then he just goes and has a whole factory, decides to do all this crazy stuff. 
one year later. It's such a, it's yeah. so funny. It's such a classic. They've like overused that device so much that it's like a gimmick. I, I feel like this episode is just like them pointing out the flaws and like, we'll have Batman just hanging out, you know, at a place that doesn't make sense. And he'll be right there for the action where Bruce be there. And then he has to see the, you know, the action that's going on. It's just so funny. It, it's a lot of, uh, it's a, uh, it's not a good one. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting looking at the, the giant mantis. Um, they look a lot like, uh, uh, what do they call them? Tarantaloids or something like that. Um, they don't, uh, fuck, tell me more. Trantaloids. Trantaloids. Mm. That's the, uh, that's the evil, um, uh, the HAVs, the hostile alien, uh, uh, visitors. The, uh, there's, there's like, Five main species of aliens that live on our planet. No, no, real life on our planet. Okay. And the uh, 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 trantaloids are the ones that actually are evil and like, and like you know have hostile means towards us. And 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 I I guess some of them have like the e bends maybe too. The the large grays, small grays. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Is this something that I should know about? What are you talking about? Do you not know about aliens are real in our world now? The E-brains and whatnot? E-bends. E-bends. Uh. E-bees. They're called E-B-E's or E-bends. Those are essentially like the, the small grays, large grays, the type that are in close encounters of the third kind. Um, and those are the ones that are working with our government pretty closely. Oh, yeah. And then... But the trantaloids are actually the evil ones. But there's other ones. There's like Nordic talls that are kind of like, you know, mischievous. Like they look like, Al- you know, Alexander Skarsgård and shit like that. Um, and Trantaloid and all those names, the they're from our CIA or whatever. Our government created those names. That's not like what they call themselves. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I think I need to like just leave. Why? Are you scared now? Yeah, you're oh, that, scaring like, me. Uh, first contact already happened, so that's the best part. Like in reality, like you don't have to actually think about it anymore. Like. It went fine. First contact went fine. I, I think the biggest fear everyone had, like Stephen Hawking's always discussed, is that Columbus came over. He fucked up the natives, right? So we are the natives and the aliens were Columbus. But here's the good thing. When they came over, they didn't fuck with us too hard, at least. Everything's still working. It's not like Independence Day happened. Uh-huh. Have you not heard any of this shit seriously in the news? No. No. He's just shaking. He's just shaking his head. It's a podcast. <laughs> you got to say it. I'm just shocked at all the crazy stuff you're saying. It's fucking wild and real. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, no, it's not real. It's totally real. How do you not? The U.S. government has announced it oh, yeah. in April. They announced it in April. Did you not hear about this in April? No. Oh my god, this episode just got good. Fuck critters. Let's talk about aliens. <laughs> Dude, okay, so in January, December, January, um, it was pretty much widely reported, uh, I think by the New York Times, about the uh, uh, UAPs, uh, 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 unknown or unidentified aerial phenomenon. And that's what they call UFOs, UAPs. That's the official government name for them. And so the New York Times reported on this in April... The Defense Department actually went, yeah, everything the New York Times reported on is real. This actually fucking happened in the United States. Uh, Over the summer, Japan announced to its people that it's created an alliance with the American government over UFOs. This was on, like, Japanese television, like, their news reports. And um, 
And then back in, was it 2013, a Canadian uh, minister of defense came out and said uh, the UFOs are real and aliens are real and aliens are working with the United States government. And these are the three different uh, species he's aware of. Uh huh. That was like in 2011, 2013. That guy's name is like Paul Hellyer. And um and Vice reported on it then, and everyone liked to like you know point and laugh at the old man who everyone thought was crazy. Well, he wasn't really crazy because then this year, uh, was it November, December this year, 2020? Uh, what's his name? Eshem Amir Eshem or something like that. I forget his name. I'm butch- butchering it. Some Israeli uh-huh. um space security chief officer came out and said again the same thing Paul Hellyer said like in 2013 or 2011. Actually, Paul Hellyer said I think it in 2007, but it was oh, yeah, reported on Vice that. later. It, this is all just insane craziness. This is not real. These are people of high value jobs These are in all, the government. This is all. BS. So if Donald Rumsfeld came out and was like, "Hey, aliens are real," and you would be like, "He's crazy." Uh-huh. Um, You know, the stuff that you were saying in the very beginning about the New York Times and them saying, yes, those are videos of unidentified objects. Yes, but what you're talking about before, we're like, there's four different aliens that have been here. There's the Ephraims and the blah, blah, blah. You're just just, uh, like, I don't don't even know why. uh, I don't want to. I'd rather have this discussion with you off the air than... uh, on the air because you sound like a nut job (laughs) no this is all real of course I sound like a nut job because they've spent the last like 50 years discrediting anybody Uh that came out with information yeah so of course everyone that talks about it now sounds like a nut job yeah yeah okay there's a leap that you've taken you know that is a it's called a leap and it's it's not real it's called a leap yeah you're, 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 <laughs> where's my leap on the UFOs the aliens working with governments or the five different species the, the five different species and <laughs> the uh, Steve I'm about to blow your mind Reagan was briefed on five species there's like 22 oh Reagan <laughs> okay yeah. I like how you know you have some insider knowledge on this stuff okay you know it. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that you're a freaking nut job. Aliens are fucking real. Yeah, dude, I'd love to believe that they are. I'm not like a fucking... But the the stuff that your credibility is is pretty low on here, on, this, on these uh, things. Here, let's just talk about this part. Okay. New York Times yeah, yeah, reports... Yeah, that, those parts I've read about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but the, the part about actual first contact, they just are saying that they have, there's these unidentified objects that could be not, they're unidentified objects still. It doesn't mean that they're from another world. No, uh, some people actually are suggesting that it could possibly be from the ocean. And that's one of the, uh, the, the person who leaked this shit to New York Times. And one of the frustrations he had is that he's frustrated the New York Times left out a lot of information. They focused mostly on the unknown part. Uh-huh. And they didn't talk about the fact that they actually they can go through water and air like uh, a knife through butter. And the military to this moment has never seen anything that can actually go through Atlantis. water and air like that. Do you think it's you think it's the Atlanteans? Dude, it honestly it sounds like James Cameron was right with the abyss. Yeah, that's those types of now, aliens. Well, who knows? Maybe because apparently there's a lot of fucking underwater activity too that submarines have dealt with, and they and they're that's even more classified type shit apparently, and that's why that part of the uh, conversation was dropped on the New York Times potentially, um, from the leaked information. Where did you find this? Have at? you seen? 
this is all from uh, uh, a documentary um, or additional, I guess, research I've done, but also part of a documentary called Phenomenon on, um, on Netflix that is just was just dropped in 2020, uh, which people like uh, Jacques Vallée helped produce. The guy Jacques Vallée is the guy that uh, uh, the French director in uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind who plays the French researcher. Uh, Jacques Vallée is based on that, or uh, that guy is based on Jacques Vallée. Um, also, uh, George Knapp is involved in the documentary. Um, he's a he's a journalist. Um, anyway, so uh, that, that from there too, it's uh, some information. I want to get back to the show because we just got to the point where they have the talking uh, goat, goat that uh, walks into the police station. The negotiator. Oh, <laughs> the that's a good one. But it's so weird, and they they wanted you to believe that this goat walked all the way through the police station and made it all the way. I don't know. It just seems just so annoying. Anyways, back back to your alien talk. My alien thing. Yeah. That's very alien like um, this goat. It is very alien like the uh, yeah. So anyways, phenomenon's one uh, one place that I I've, I've watched is the Joe Rogan podcast Ugh, uh, where Joe the director Rogan. of oh my god don't even get me started on that fucking well the, okay the director was on there got interviewed uh, along with so, Jacques same thing with the fucking what's his name Alex uh, Jones fuck him fuck Joe Rogan he gives a platform for a fucking hateful piece of shit and he's going to give it platform for some other nut job I don't fucking give him any fucking respect ugh. But so so you, anybody that's on Rogan, you can immediately disrespect. I just I immediately discount any sort of credibility that you know if you're like oh I learned about it on Joe Rogan I'd be like oh okay like that yeah that that shows that there, it's a it's like on the fringe that there there's definitely not some sort of credible sort of uh, material. If it would, then it would be like, yeah, I, I listened to an NPR article going about it, or when you're talking about the New York Times and blah blah blah. But then there's when they're when you, they actually try to get some, you know, checking the facts and blah blah blah. They actually are credible sources versus uh, Joe Rogan talking to Alex Jones, who believes that Sandy Hook people are is not real and that there's actors and tragedy actors, and he gives them a platform for that. Ugh. It gives me okay. That's... So, but but then someone like James Fox was nothing to do with Alex Jones has to be completely belittled and his and his documentary has to be destroyed because Alex Jones showed up on Joe Rogan. Well, if it's uh, the only place that he gets a platform is Joe Rogan's radio show. No, it's not the only place he had a platform. Uh, He's done what? many different interviews. I just that's where I I, I saw it because uh, I because Jacques Vallée and him got to speak for three hours on the topic. And to me, I thought that was interesting because I'm like, oh wow, three hours unedited essentially on this discussion with you know questions and answers and what other answers they can provide at the time. You know, like I thought that was really cool, and so I, I watched it for that perspective, so I could actually have something that wasn't written into an article, and you know, and, and it could be an interview that was potentially edited, you know, to to make it sound like something else. I could hear their voice, and I can see their inflection of their voice and through their body and how their body reacts when they say something, and I can judge it and go, oh, that sounds credible, or oh, you know, that doesn't sound too credible. Um, but that being said, I mean, I don't think James Fox and Jacques Vallée are pieces of shit because Joe Rogan had Alex Jones on his podcast. I don't think he's a, they're pieces of shit. I don't know them. I'm just saying that their credibility to me is low. When I, if the if that's the the platform 
that they are seeking to spread their knowledge. Well, they were also like, you know, it was on the Hollywood Reporter, uh, Bloomberg, New York Times discussed it. Like, it's not just the only location that was ever, you know, he ever had a conversation or interview or meeting with a, a reporter and then had it put into an article. But um, that's just where I, I did see it. That being said, um, I, I thought the phenomenon was a really good uh, documentary. And there's other things that I've read around it, too. And that they do talk about how the UFOs can go in and out of water very, very easily. And I thought that was really cool because I immediately thought of James Cameron's The Abyss. He's a smart guy. And Well, yeah. But like then you just kind of think, like, how much of it is information fed? to you know to condition uh, uh, audiences in public i mean that is done they do that we know the cia does that that's literally what the movie uh, argo is about um so you can't i mean close encounters of the third kind also it's like one of those movies you're just like jesus based on based on what we now know is supposed to be true not not the stuff that's all wild speculation but the just the just the facts that new york times posted about and the U.S. government has confirmed. Like, there's things then you see, like, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, you're like, Jesus Christ, like, the, the way the ship, like, the way the spaceships move, the UAPs move in that movie matches up with, like, what we're being told is accurate. And, like, that's what's just, like, you're like, Jesus, how did Spielberg get it? Like, so right on the money. How did James Cameron get it? Maybe so right on the money. The monoliths are showing up all over our fucking planet right now as an art, you know, piece. Yeah, it's pretty strange. But people are going crazy for the monolith. It's weird. It's, uh, I'm really, and people are making it. I'm interested in those. It's very interesting phenomenon. But, like, when the first one happened in uh, Utah, is that where it was or whatever? Yeah. You know, that, that I think these ones that are popping up um, in other are, are areas new. are, like, different too they're like of different quality you know like i think the one that popped up they are so uh, steve i actually followed a timeline of the of the pop-ups and so a lot of the pop-ups are happening almost in conjunction with another one being already at another location so it is impossible that it's all the same one now that being said the first one was supposedly in this desert since 2016 yeah until it was discovered in 2020 so for four years and so i it, that one's interesting all the other ones are just simply just copycats, right? To some extent, someone being like, "That's badass! I want to make it." Yeah, I th there was like some artist that they were saying that they they thought did it, but yeah. they still don't really know, uh, you know, for certain. No one's taking credit, I guess. But it's fun to yeah, think that apparently it's an this alien. was an artist that liked to just do shit like that, right? Like he just liked to put things out there, and then he eventually died, and they think, oh, maybe they finally discovered one of his things. Something before like he died. that. But I don't yeah. think he had ever done like like it's a um, national park or whatever. Right, and it was and it was hard to find for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like they didn't just come across it like 2016. I think they found that information out through Google Earth, it, and they were like, it wasn't there in 2015, and all of a sudden it was there in 2016. Um, but yeah, so it's it's fun to think about. I um, I just don't think, unfortunately, that. There was actual first contact been made here, but you, you and I—I well, I don't really want to argue over this over and over. I don't. I don't I, there's no argument. I have no facts that first contact happened. I'm just assuming it happened and it went smoothly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's about it. Okay, that's all. All right. All, all right, right. Well, let's give our boys for this fucking shitty episode. Oh my God. Steve, what do you think of it? Oh God, I—I'd give this like a one 
and a half. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I gave it. I gave it one. I gave. Oh no, you give it one and a half. Yeah. Okay, I gave it one out of five boys. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was like a moment or two where you were like, oh, uh, yeah, okay, I guess. I think. Yeah, I liked Batgirl driving the Batmobile. Yeah, I liked that. There was the that bull was really cool. in the China shop joke. I think that's what uh, gave me the half star. The actual. Oh, nice. You know, little metaphor. I didn't care for that joke at oh, all. Oh, I cared for I just, it. I, I live so for Batgirl it. driving the Batmobile though it's for me is big because oh yeah Batman doesn't let anybody drive the Batmobile so Batgirl getting to drive it is like a big fucking deal she didn't just take the keys and ran do out do you think she did and then do you think she might have no I don't think she did I don't know she's kind of like that she might have just like been like you know what I'm gonna take the keys and go out oh maybe I, she's I, so I, sassy. Assume, I assume Batman gave her just carte blanche to the Batmobile. Yeah. He's just like, take it whenever you want. You can have access to it. So she probably, yeah, she's like, I'll take the keys. Robin jumping through the window with the trash can lit a light because it was smart. And it wasn't something you don't need to do with a character that's animated, especially with a character that's animated with a cape, because you can just be like, the cape blocked the, the glass from entering their skull. But I love that Robin actually grabs the trash can lid and jumps through the lid that shows how tim drake is very oh God, quick on his so feet much to enjoy that you gave it one no i guess that was it actually i was, I was just thinking there's nothing else i enjoyed I, I i didn't like how that the chickens looked like crows you know we missed all this stuff now we do you want to talk about it all like i can also no talk, i don't want to talk about it i, just I can didn't talk like about the chickens things. too blah 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 we, we weren't able and to I talk about biggest... it because we talked about their aliens and whatnot so let's oh, just, let's, just move, let's move on. Let's move on. I think I think though the worst thing about this whole episode Ugh. is that the the villain is garbage. The villain, the villain's motivation is there, but it's not good motivation. It's pointless narrative. Yes, it's like he he's wronged by not being able to do steroids into his beef, so he just. He's wrong that he can't steroids mutate up the fucking animals and then releases them as rampages on the fucking town. It's not even just steroids. It's, I think he wants to like mutate his beef. Yeah. Well, it was bad. Yeah. All right. You're That's bad. It. Great bad stuff, Cool Boy Nation. Tune in next week. Same bad time. Same cool bad channel. <laughs> Cool boy, Bat Nation. Be sure to let us bat know what you bat thought of Critters or what your favorite bat episode is by bat emailing us at Batman and Beyond Coolboys at gmail.com. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Also, please check out our other great Cool Boy Central content with the Cool Boys podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Patreon. Also, donate to us on Patreon. It only costs a buck, and you will receive special access to content too hot to air. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Thank you for listening. Stay back cool, Cool Boy Bat Nation. Until bat next time, it's Bat Bizies from Bat Ballard. Bye. From Steve. <laughs> so cool. Batman. And beyond. Oh, yeah. Batman. And beyond. Oh, yeah.